Hello, and welcome to Let's Weigh In. I'm your host, Brogan, and today we are on episode two of this podcast. So if you listened to episode one, where I revealed all of your submitted sex stories, welcome back. And if you are new to this podcast, welcome in. Hello. Thank you guys for joining me. I am all by myself today. Last episode, I did have my sister with me, and uh, per the comments, she may or may not be funnier than me. I chose to not tell her that uh, because we don't need her getting a big head now, do we? But today you've just got me. So let's get right to it. Today, we're going to talk about eight tips to starting your fitness journey. So for those of you who may be new to this podcast, hi, I'm Fitness with Brogan on social media. Um, And I always ask you guys on my Instagram what topic you want for the following podcast episode. So that's exactly what I did. And a bunch of you guys said that you want to know how to get started. You also wanted to know kind of how I got started. So we'll just dive all into it. Okay. So get your pens and papers out. Although we have phones nowadays. So really you can just open up your notepad as you're listening to this podcast and you can take notes because I'm going to be giving you eight tips to starting that fitness journey. So whether you are just now fresh into this and you are just going to set foot into a gym and you're just getting started on all this fitness stuff, totally fine. This is perfect for you. This is absolutely a beginner's guide, but it's also some really great reminders if you are super advanced and you're already in the gym killing it. So this is a podcast for all fit girlies. Okay. So that's where we're going with it. Now, a lot of you also wanted to know how I got started in fitness, and I did go over it a little bit in my first episode, but let's just dive right into this first tip because it's kind of how I got started. So tip number one, fitness girlies, is find something you like. Seems so simple, right? But like, let's say you hate running on the treadmill. Don't fucking do it. You don't have to. No one says that that's the best way to get cardio. No one says it. So don't do it. Okay. And especially if you're trying to get started or maybe you are super into your fitness career and you're four years working out and you're just getting tired of it. Whatever the case is, find something you like and do it. Okay. And that is why I said this is tip number one, because it's how I got started. I was not a girl who was going to walk into the gym and start lifting weights. Everything intimidated me. The boys section, you know, all the weights that intimidated me. I was like, I've started out my fitness journey in like my freshman year of college, of course, when you gain, you know, the 15 to 20 pounds. And so I started working out and how I started was my love of dance. I started in Zumba classes. And if you don't know what Zumba is, it is Latin based dancing, but the routines are all simple enough that you can just kind of follow the instructor on the spot. And of course, the more you go to instructor's classes, the more you learn the routines and then you can really get into it. And then you really just burn calories and it kind of depends on the instructor like my classes were intense I was doing a lot of jump squats and jumping and calf raises and all kinds of crazy things um so not you know you have to find the instructor that's right for you as well and that's true to any class if you're going to take an aerobics class because that's what you want to do that's 
absolutely great. I 10 out of 10 recommend trying a fitness class, but don't give up if you don't like the first one. You do have to try to find the instructor that is right for you. Some might be too intense for you. Some might be too easy for you, uh, or you just might not like someone's style and that's perfectly okay. I know that there are people out there who don't like my style of teaching and you know what? I'm not offended. That's okay. They can go find someone that they do like. So that is tip number one. Just find something you like. Do you like ice skating. We don't really have that here in Florida, but (laughs) also I am not coordinated. I one time, this is so embarrassing. I wish my sister was here to tell this story as well because it cracks her up. So my sister got the more athletic side of of us. (laughs) We'll just say that. Like I work out and I dance. Yes. But I don't, I don't have coordination. Okay. I tried playing soccer for like six years when I was a kid and my mom still to this day always says that I just wanted to know what the snack was. So excuse me, but a girl likes snacks. (laughs) And if there's something wrong with it, screw you mom. No, just kidding. My mom was actually my coach. She was a great inspiration. Um, Okay, but here's the story. So the lack of coordination and why I would never ice skate or anything like that. My sister was into like skateboarding for a little bit in high school. And well, she was in middle school. I was in high school. She's a year younger than me. So one time I'm coming home and she was already home from school for the day. So she skateboarded to the bus stop to meet me when I got off the bus. And I thought I was going to be so cool. And I'm like, okay. So there was, of course, like probably a boy I liked on the bus or something. Who knows? It's ninth grade. And I get off the bus and I'm like, oh, okay, let me get on your skateboard and I'll skateboard home. I'm like, watch this, boys. I step on the skateboard and immediately fly in the air and land straight down. And it, to this day, is one of the most embarrassing moments of my whole life. I am like bleeding. I am in pain. And the entire bus just watched me eat shit trying to look like a cool girl so we are not coordinated so as far as ice skating goes or rollerblading goes for this chick it's a no but for you (laughs) maybe take up rollerblading or ice skating or whatever whatever tickles your fancy that is such a weird phrase let's change that whatever floats your boat okay that's better (laughs) but you also might enjoy dancing. Like for me, I danced all growing up. And when you get to college, it's a little tougher to keep up with that kind of thing. Classes are expensive. You're busy with school. Um, so Zumba was something that I found that was really fun. There's also hip hop cardio. Like there are things you can do at the gym that are dance and cardio infused. And it's so much fun. Also, I have a YouTube channel obviously, because I'm posting this podcast also to YouTube. It's Fitness with Brogan as well, but I post all of my old Zumba routines on there, so if you're ever bored and you want to try some dance fitness, head to my YouTube account and you can shake your little ass off for like an hour and a half. It'll be a blast, I swear. So, Find what you like. Even if you just like taking walks, maybe that's what you're doing right now listening to this podcast. Just walk. Walking is honestly such a great form of cardio and it's so underrated because people think like, oh, I'm not dripping in sweat. Uh, My heart rate isn't like through the roof for an hour and that's okay. That's the point. So it's actually burning more calories because yes, you do have to do it longer. You can't go for a 10 minute walk and a 10 minute run and burn the same. But you can go for an hour walk and it'll burn about the same as, I don't know the equivalent off the top of my head, but let's just say a 20 minute run. Why not? So 
<clears throat> it's the reasoning behind it because I know you're like broken. No fucking way does walking for an hour burn the same amount as if I'm like running and sweating and dying. But no, it really does. And that's why I love walking. It's because the point of burning calories is having your heart rate elevated for an extended period of time. Nowhere does it say it has to be elevated through the fucking roof. You just need it elevated. That's it. And if you're really trying to burn fat, walking is even better because what's happening if your body isn't getting oxygen so like when i'm running and my body cannot produce enough oxygen like i'm like <sighs> panting especially because it's florida and it's hot as heck out so when your body's not getting proper oxygen you're not actually burning through that stubborn fat because you need oxygen to burn that fat. So when you're doing something like the stairs at a little bit of a slower pace for a longer time, if you can breathe and you can hold a conversation, you're burning more fat. I know, it's crazy. My trainer went over it with me too and I'm like, oh my God, and it's been working. Like I've been doing stairs for like 30 minutes, but at a pace where I'm not like, you know, literally not able to breathe and it's helping burn fat. So I definitely recommend if you like walking, take it up, do it. Bike riding. There are so many different things you can do in fitness rather than just stepping on a treadmill and running. There's hit classes, boxing. There's, there is weightlifting, obviously, if you like that. I mean, there's just so many things. Yoga. So find something that you truly like and do it. That's a great way to get started. And then the more you do it, the more you're going to start finding other things that you like. That's how I started. I started with Zumba and I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. And then I slowly started getting into other classes I liked. I started doing boot camps. I started lifting weights. It's just, it's all, it's just getting started. And like I said, if you're in just a lull right now of like, oh my God, I don't feel like going to the gym today. Totally okay. Just go back to the basics. Just do what you like. Do what makes you happy. That's what we're working out for anyway, right? Those endorphins so that everyone's happy-go-lucky. If I don't work out for a couple weeks, whoo, you don't want to be near me. That's all I got to say. My mom says that I'm a whole different person. So we stay working out. Okay, ladies? Okay. All right. So I hope you wrote that down. Tip number one was find something you like. Here we go. Tip number two and arguably one of the most important set goals but I'm not just talking like "Mm, I want to be like 30 pounds lighter in a few months no we are setting specific goals we're actually setting smart goals okay and I looked up what SMART stands for because your girl has a terrible memory and will never remember it. So I looked it up for you guys, okay? So SMART is an acronym, right? So it's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-based. So we are getting hella specific in these goals, okay? So an example would be, I want to take a one-hour walk three times a week. Boom. That is a very specific goal. So rather than me just saying, I want to lose 10 pounds in a month, you have to set the goals of how to get there, right? So I'm going to walk for an hour three times a week. I'm going to do HIT twice a week. If you don't know what HIT is, it's high intensity interval training. So it's basically like jump squats, rest, sprinting, rest. So you're just getting the heart rate super quick and then just resting. That way it's training your heart rate to go really fast and then recover quickly. It's really great to get 
some real good blood flow through the body because it's literally training your heart on how to pump more blood to make sure you're ready for your activities. So I do definitely suggest HIIT classes or just a HIIT workout on your own. You can Google it, HIIT workouts, and it'll come right up. So we are setting those SMART goals, okay? And now let's go over each one. So specific, like I said, those are just well-defined. It determines everything about it, right? So we're not going to say, let's say, eh, I'm going to walk a few times a week or hmm, I'm probably going to hit the gym a couple times a week. Uh-uh. Nope. Specific. I'm going to hit the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 7 a.m. every week. You have to set the specific goals. So measurable. Develop criteria for measuring progress toward your business goals. Well, these are fitness goals, people. I didn't look up fitness, apparently. So we're going to look up the key indicators that help us decide if you reach your goal. Okay, so that is something super important, measurable. So like you want to know that you're hitting that goal, right? So if I say, because it's specific, I know that I'm hitting it. For example, my three walks a week. By the end of the week, that's measurable. I know if I hit those three goals or not. If I say I just want to walk a few times a week, by the end of the week, I'm like, I guess I did a few times. I don't know. But that's not something where you're going to be like patting yourself on the back like, yes, I hit it, right? So you want those measurable goals so that you build confidence in yourself. Achievable. Again, they have to be something you can actually do. I'm not going to say I'm dropping 50 pounds in four weeks. That is not happening. Just so you guys know, it is healthy to lose one to two pounds a week. That is it. So if you're dropping like 10, 15 pounds a week, you're probably not properly fueling your body. You're probably overworking. And the end result is that it's all going to come back at some point. Okay. Now there is not a whole, there's not enough research in the fitness industry just yet to prove a whole bunch of stuff. So trainers have all kinds of different knowledge and different opinions and, you know, different things that they've been through and experiences. But in my experience, it's one to two pounds a week. And any more than that is just a little dangerous to your body. And it's so when you do one to two pounds a week, it's healthy. You know that you're doing that the healthy way. You know that it's not going to come back and you know that it's going to take a lot of time. But fitness takes time. If you're doing this to just drop a quick few pounds and then, you know, go back to everything else and you don't really care all that much. By all means, do some crazy fad smoothie diet, drop those a little bit of weight, and then bring it back on when you're done with your graduation or whatever it is you were just trying to lose the weight for. But for me, fitness is a lifestyle, and I think that a lot of people are starting to adopt that mentality, so I think it's great, and setting these goals are really going to help you keep the lifestyle going, okay? So, achievable. You want something that is realistic, relevant. Okay, so you want something. I'm not going to say I'm going to eat three pizzas a week. That's not relevant to my fitness goal, right? It may be what I want, but that's not relevant to the fitness goal. So make sure you're keeping those goals relevant to what you actually want to do and time based. Okay. Now, when I said that I wanted to do my three hour walks a week, that already is time based. It's already measurable, achievable, relevant. Like it is all of those things. So the number one thing you want to focus on is making sure that goal is specific. If you get it super specific, everything else will just kind of fall into place. Okay. Now, I don't want these goals to be necessarily 
weight focused. It doesn't help if you say, I want to lose 10 pounds in the next three months. Like, is that achievable? I'd have to do some quick math, buy one to two pounds a week, but probably achievable, okay? But things happen, you know, especially with ladies. We get our period where five pounds heavier for the week. Sometimes our body is just a little extra bloated. We're just carrying some extra water weight. Like I don't want you to focus too much on setting weight goals for yourself. You can absolutely, but those aren't always going to be achievable and measurable and relevant. And it's just, it might not make you feel like you want to keep going. I would rather you set activity goals or nutrition goals. Like I'm going to drink a gallon of water a day, which is way too fucking much for my little body. Just so everyone knows if everyone's like trying to get a gallon of water in a day, cause they think it's healthy. It's not healthy for everybody. What's actually healthy is having your body weight in ounces of water, right? So like 150 ounces of water, if you weigh 150, that would be the example. So focus on that. Like if I drink a gallon of water a day, I am literally peeing every two seconds. I'm actually in pain. My stomach is so bloated and holding so much water. So don't feel like you got to be chugging that damn bottle all day. Mm -mm, No. Okay. So I hope that helped with your smart goals. And I actually would love for you to create your own smart goals and comment them on this podcast or send them to me in a DM because what's also great is holding yourself accountable and I can help you do that. Send me your goals and I got no problem checking in like, hey, okay? And with those goals, with the measurable ones specifically, that's it's really important to take progress pictures. I know people are like, oh my God, she's taking a picture in the gym. She's so self-centered. Does she even work out? Like, yeah, bitch, that's why I'm taking a picture because I look fucking good and I want to remember that, okay? And so it's super important because you see yourself in the mirror every day, right? You see yourself all the time. Your friends that you see every day, obviously they see you daily. So sometimes it's hard to see where you've come from if you're not taking photos or if you're not measuring your waist like I measure my waist once every other week or so just to kind of keep myself in check see how my progress is going because you know some days you're even just mentally you're like ugh, I feel so bloated today but then you look at a picture and you're like oh wow okay don't look that bloated or you measure your waist and you're like wow I'm down half an inch oh my god you know what I mean so please track your progress with photos and measurements and your mood sometimes I I journal okay and I'll be like today I'm fucking miserable tomorrow you know I might write down I'm I'm doing great today and sometimes I'll look back on those journals and I'm like wow I was in a really dark place for a really long time and now I'm not. <laughs> so just track your progress, guys. With those goals, measuring them is important. So track them. Okay, tip number three. Start small. I know people want to get in there and just go for a 10-mile run. And then they want to work out seven days a week. And they want to eat nothing and just go crazy restrictive on everything and they want to drop 10 pounds in a week. Anyway, you get my point. That is not, that's not going to be good for anyone involved. Okay. I want you guys to start small, set those goals and keep them, like we said, attainable, measurable, realistic, all those things. And being realistic and setting something that's attainable 
you have to know where you're at. So if you're a super beginner, do not work out seven days a week, run four days a week and eat nothing. That is not going to be healthy for your body. Now, if you're more advanced and you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I just need to switch it up, go right the heck ahead. You can do cardio seven days a week. You can lift five days a week. You know, if you need to kick it up a notch, kick it up a notch, but know where you're at in your own fitness journey. And whether that means ramping things up or slowing them down, whatever the case may be. So we are going to start small, okay? Now, tip number four. This one is so freaking important because I... I'm the worst at this <laughs> and like I should really take my own advice here okay warm up and cool down that's tip number four warm up and cool down warm up okay let's talk about it warming up is dynamic stretching if you do not know what dynamic stretching is that's perfectly okay because if you're a beginner why the hell would you know okay so dynamic stretching is more of I'm trying to figure out the right way to describe this, okay? So you're not, like, your static stretching is like, let's say you fold forward, put your hands on the floor, and just stretch out those hamstrings. You're just holding that stretch. But a dynamic stretch would be more like you're walking and grabbing your legs for a quad stretch. Like you're stepping, grabbing a hold of your ankle for that nice quad stretch. Or you're doing some walking lunges, but really getting deep in that lunge to really feel the stretch. But it's moving, moving while stretching. So you're not just holding a stretch. Static stretching for cold muscles is horrible. Okay, so we have to first warm up the body. We have to get the blood flowing. So you got to get things moving. That way we're not doing any injuries. So really how I warm up, I walk on the treadmill for a good 10 minutes or so, or the stairs, depends on my mood. Or sometimes I'll do the bike if I'm feeling a little frisky. So whatever you want to do, just get the blood flowing, get the heart rate up a little bit, just kind of get it going, okay? A little bit of cardio. And then I usually do about 15 squats. I'll do some lateral lunges. I'll do single leg touches. Um... I'll do some jump touches, maybe some jumping jacks, high knees, just kind of little movements. Um, So again, if you don't know exactly what dynamic stretching is, YouTube it, look it up, but it's on Pinterest, it's everywhere. So type that in and it will show you how to dynamic stretch. So I do want you to spend a good like 15 minutes warming up before your actual workout. Next is the cool down, like I said. Cool down is so important because your muscles, after you work out, no matter what activity you're doing, your whole body just gets tight, all right? It gets tense. And then there's just extra things going on in there, right? So you just need to stretch it all out, release it all. Otherwise, your body just stays tight. And I am literally coming off a back injury right now because I don't listen to my own freaking advice. So after every workout, I am going to start foam rolling and stretching. Now here is where your static stretching comes into play. So this is, you know, where you reach down to one leg and hold and then switch to the other leg, grab your ankle and push your hips forward for that nice little quad stretch. So these are your static stretches and I foam roll because I really just wanna get everything nice and loose after my body is tight, especially after a leg day. I foam roll my hips, my glutes, everything. 
and it makes a huge difference okay so that's my tip number four warming up and cooling down super important whether you're a beginner intermediate advanced i don't care make sure you're warming up and cooling down okay tip number five find an app that you like and follow some inspiring instagram accounts now I know that social media can be the death of us all. So when I say follow inspiring Instagram accounts, I don't mean accounts that make you want to jump off a bridge or show unrealistic body types. I mean accounts that inspire you. Accounts when you look at them, you're like, damn, I should really get my ass off this couch right now and go for a walk. Or maybe accounts that make you realize like, you know, it is okay some days to just slow down a bit. Whatever it is, find an account that inspires you. Fitness inspires you, of course. Obviously, I hope you're already following my account, Fitness with Brogan. (laughs) But find more because when I open up my Instagram page, it is full of inspiring fitness accounts where I'm like, oh yes. And I love watching their stories because they're like, oh, they're here. Then they're here. And then they're there. And then they're at work all day. And then they're at the gym. And I'm like, well, if they could do that, I could do that, you know? And so it's really important to follow people who inspire you because it definitely makes you remember like, okay, ass up, let's go. Um, And then, like I said, find the app that you like, okay? And I actually do have a workout app. You're more than welcome to download that. I'm not saying you have to, but of course I'm going to tell you about it. There is a link in my TikTok and Instagram bio um, that says train with me. And that's my app. Um, On the app, you'll find demo videos. You'll find programs. Like I have a four-week beginner's guide to lifting. I have a glute growth program. I've got an ab program, upper body. So, I mean, I have tons of programs on there and it's whether you want to do like a 21 day booty builder or a four week program, or I also have them broken down into categories. Like if you want to go hit upper body, you can go into the upper body section or lower body, so forth. Um, so like I said, you'll find the demo videos for all the exercises. You can message me all kinds of things. And a lot of people have apps like these and they are so important. Like I have other people's apps. I have Katie Hearn's app. I used to have Ashy Bynes. I don't think I have hers anymore. Um, Um, Ashley Jordan like there are people that I follow that I just I'm so inspired by and I have their workouts and I have their apps because I don't always want to do my own stuff and trainers need trainers too okay but my app's great to try um it is I think like five bucks for your first month so it's super cheap um but give it a try and on my app there's also a nutrition guide so there's like a section on the app where you'll pull up like my favorite finds it has like my favorite gym clothes and supplements and then there's also like I said that nutrition guide to really get you started on there so find an app that you like like I said doesn't have to be mine there are tons of free apps on Apple as well um, I have one that's called strong completely free it gives you all kinds of programs it's a great way to track your weight as well I'm so bad at that but like writing down like okay I squat 110 pounds today and then looking back at it in a month and seeing how much progress you've made so important okay so track it find an app that you like. It'll help get you going, especially if you're going to the gym one day and you're like, I don't really know what I want to do today. Open up the app, pick a workout. Super, super helpful, super easy, and just gives you some good ideas. And sometimes, I mean, the app doesn't have to just be for lifting. There are Zumba classes, there's dance classes, there's cycling ones. They'll tell you like, it'll have a timer and it'll be like, okay, sprint, you know, and then go up that hill. (laughs) 
So there's apps for all kinds of workouts, not just lifting, but find one you like, maybe even yoga, Pilates, abs, whatever it is. So find the app, follow those inspiring accounts. You got this. Okay, let's move on to tip number six. Get a fitness buddy. Oh my God, this is like a make it or break it for me. If I'm not meeting someone at the gym at a specific time, there's a there's a solid chance that I'm, I'm definitely not getting there when I wanted to get there. <laughs> Holding yourself accountable. It's so difficult some days. Um, I have to be in a real routine for that. And lately, my routine is meeting someone at the gym, whether it's my trainer, my friend Max, my friend Jake, whoever it is. I have like for the past year have been meeting someone almost daily to go work out. So getting myself up and being like, I'll go to the gym now. It's so much harder if you're not having a buddy there. Now, it's not unheard of. Like you can do it. I used to do it for years. I was at the gym by myself every single day. It's discipline. It's a different type of discipline than when you're meeting someone there. So if you have the opportunity to get a fitness buddy and to get someone to work out with you, do it. Do it. Get a couple of them. If one of them's sick, you've got a rotation of fitness buddies because it's so important to be able to like help keep each other accountable. So that's a good tip right there. Mm-hmm. Six. Now, here's seven. Fuel your body properly. Do not restrict yourself. I cannot emphasize this enough, okay? You don't need to starve yourself. You don't need to cut out carbs. You don't need to do anything wild other than properly fuel yourself, especially if you're a beginner and now you're going to be moving your body way more. Oh my God, you're going to be more hungry. That's natural because you're burning more. Now, I'm not telling you to eat a whole bunch of food and shove yourself with all kinds of food and random drinks and crappy food and, you know, fill yourself up until you're just over full. No, Mm -mm. but what's healthy is eating every two and a half to three hours, eating until you're full. You can do intuitive eating. You can count your macros. I'll do a whole different podcast episode on how to count macros. I no longer do that. I stick to intuitive eating, but there are so many different ways that you can, you can, we're not going to say diet. That's another thing. Don't call it a diet. It is a lifestyle. If you call it a diet, that's when you start restricting yourself. You're like, oh, I can't eat that cookie. But like, if you're dying to have a cookie, eat it. If you want a bite of it, just have a bite of it. Now, sometimes I get into ruts where I'm like, no, I'm really just trying to steer clear of sweets for now. And that's okay. But I also enjoy sweets every now and again. I don't restrict myself overly. I try and have something at least once a week because I know if not, I'm just going to eat it all at once. (laughs) No one needs that. Like my birthday was last week. I had a cupcake and a couple Oreos because everyone knows I love Oreos and brownie Oreos. (laughs) So do not restrict yourself. Don't tell yourself you can't have that. Don't be like, I don't deserve this. Eat the damn cake. Okay go get ice cream, do things just in moderation. Like if you had a really great workout week, definitely treat yourself. And even if you didn't, maybe you're struggling mentally for the week, go treat yourself. Okay. You deserve it. You deserve to eat what makes you happy. But you know what? The more you work out and the more you fuel yourself properly, the more those things that made you happy start becoming healthier. 
Like, I enjoy eating grilled chicken and my jasmine rice. I like it. It makes me happy because it's good. I might season my chicken a little differently one week and then I'm super pumped to eat it. Okay? So the more that you properly fuel your body, the more that that's what you're going to crave. That's what you're going to want. You're going to crave water. You're going to crave all things that are just healthy for you. Fruits, vegetables, And the more you get that sugar out of your body, your body doesn't want it anymore. And then when you do have it, you're kind of like, eh, it wasn't worth it. It wasn't that good. Now, sometimes you're like, that was absolutely worth it. And that was that good. (laughs) And that's great too. So give your body what it needs. If you are working out more, you are going to need to fuel your body more. So typically carbs before and after you work out. Little bit of carbs before. A lot more carbs after because you are refueling your body, right? Currently, I'm actually doing intermittent fasting, which I know I was just like, don't starve yourself. And I mean, don't. But intermittent fasting is completely healthy and it's great. Honestly, I work out in the morning. I do all my stuff. I, you know, do all my social media, do everything I need to do. And then I eat and I eat usually around 1.30 or 2 o'clock and that's perfectly fine. And then I still... I don't starve myself. I don't eat one meal. I eat all three meals, maybe four if I'm hungry enough, but I just do it in a shorter amount of time. And you can try that too. Okay, last tip. Allow yourself to fail. This one is so important. If you're beginning, if you're intermediate, if you're advanced, wherever you are, you are going to fail at one point. One day you're going to be like, I cannot go to the gym today. I just can't do it. But you know what? That's not a fail, okay? It's it's allowing yourself that rest. It's telling yourself, look, I'm not necessarily failing today. I'm winning at giving my body what it needs because right now it needs rest. It needs sleep. Some days I'm like, you know what? I didn't sleep well last night. I'm sleeping in today and we're just going to have to skip the gym. And you know what? I used to think of it as a fail, but now I'm like, nope. I did what my body needed and that's okay. It's perfectly okay. There's going to be times where you eat an entire pizza by yourself and although it feels like a fail, it's not. It's okay. It's okay to have those moments where you need to rest or where you need a bigger cheat meal that week. It's okay to sit in your corner and cry for an hour. It's okay. Just know that you'll get back to it. And if your motivation isn't there, you've got to rely on the discipline. And the discipline comes from everything we just talked about. All those tips, it's all going to just start being habit, right? Finding something you like to do is going to turn into loving the gym and finding more activities that you like to do to keep your body moving and in shape and going. Because let's face it, ladies, we all want to look good naked, right? So once you start feeling yourself and getting those endorphins and moving your body with something you like, you're going to be like, damn, I love this. Then you're going to keep going and you're going to be like, I look great. And then you're just going to keep doing it. You're going to set goals, specific goals. You're going to hit those goals. You're going to be like, hell yeah, I'm going to set an even better goal. Now I'm going to set another goal. I'm going to set another goal. And it's just going to keep going. You're going to start small, but then you're going to be big 
right? You're going to be doing all the things. Although you started small, eventually when it's all a habit, you're just going to be doing it all the time. You're going to be doing cardio seven days a week. It might be a walk one day, but you're up and you're moving every day. You're going to be warming up and cooling down every day when it's a habit. You're going to have an Instagram account that when you open it, you're like, oh, I'm so inspired. Let me go for a walk. Or you're going to have an app that you love and every day you're going to open it up at the gym and then you're going to feel naked without it, (laughs) which is perfectly fine. You're going to have so many fitness buddies that every day you're meeting someone new at the gym. Or maybe you like working out alone and you don't want a fitness buddy, which is also perfectly fine. You're going to fuel your body properly and you're going to learn to not restrict yourself and love your body at every phase. Maybe you're a little fluffy this week. I am. That's okay. I'm on my period. Fuck it. If I want an Oreo, I'll eat it. Dang it. So allow yourself to fail. And look at that. I just repeated all eight tips for you guys. So I hope that you wrote some of these down. I hope that something stuck with you, whether you're in a rut or whether you're just getting started. I hope that this really helped because shit, even me, I'm in a rut right now because I'm coming off this back injury. And this was a really great reminder, even to myself, like sometimes you get injured and it, it may feel like a failure and you're, you're failing your goals right now, but you're not, you're just adjusting your goals to meet where you're at in your life right now and where you're at in that fitness journey right now. Don't focus on the future too much. Don't set those goals for a whole year out, okay? You can set one goal for a whole year out, but let's set some goals that are attainable and measurable and that you can reach quickly so that you feel accomplished and you feel confident and you want to keep going, okay? Now, I know that all of this, you're like, okay, great, right? And you're ready to get in the gym and you're ready to get going. And I hope that that is exactly what this podcast did for you. I hope that maybe you're walking on the treadmill listening to it right now or going for a bike ride or whatever it may be. But whatever you're doing, just know that you've got supporters all around you. And if you feel like you don't, I'm a supporter. Anyone who wants to get started in their fitness journey or who's killing the damn game, I'm your supporter. Okay? So maybe a soon podcast, if not the next one, couple in. I am going to definitely do how to program your workouts, okay? So I just gave you tips to starting that fitness journey and you're ready to get going. And now soon, I'm gonna teach you guys how to program some of your workouts, okay? Like when to pair what muscle with what and what muscle does this and what should I do to get a bigger ass? Because that's always my questions. (laughs) But in time, we will all get there. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you took something away from it. Please rate, comment, review, subscribe, do it all. Tell your friends, okay? This will be the end of my episode two for Let's Weigh In. I hope that you guys join me for next week's episode. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and you kill it with those fitness goals. Okay, I'll talk to you soon.